This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. So we we uh, get camp set up and hit the water, and it was so cold. I couldn't feel my hands, and I learned that uh, being able to feel your, your fingers is really important when you're trying to cast a fly rod. Um, definitely saw some fish that I couldn't even, couldn't even hold the rod to cast at it. So we ended up taking turns pulling to warm up. So we would stand on the bow basically until we got so cold and then we would switch out just to warm up on the, on the platform. All right, guys, welcome to another episode of the Skiff Wanderer podcast. Today, I'm joined by none other than Zach Landry. Um, if you guys don't know who Zach Landry is, then you're obviously not subscribed to the YouTube channel since he's in basically half the rough logs, I think, right now. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the, I'm, I show face a lot in the early ones. In the early but, ones, uh, yeah. Since I've been back at school, I've kind of, uh, or Pete's been meeting new people also, which is good. <laughs> Yeah, it's good that you've come out of your shell a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> um, so we're going to talk a little bit today about who Zach is, some of the early days of the Skiff Wanderer Rough Log, and then we just went on a three-day camping trip down south in Texas, and we're going to get into some of the behind-the-scenes, what happened that didn't make it into the Rough Log episode. Um, so... Right now, if you're not already, please hit subscribe, hit like, helps out the channel, leave us a review, and uh, all helps us out, make more of these videos, more podcasts for you guys, keep the content coming, and uh, yeah. So, Zach, you want to talk a little bit about who you are, early days of fishing, how you got into the outdoors? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like Pete said, I'm Zach. I'm 22 years old. Um, I grew up in a city called Richardson, which is about 15, 20 minutes north of Dallas. 
Um, so I grew up in North Texas where, uh, I guess there's not a whole lot of fishing other than just like ponds and lakes just kind of around. Um, did a little bit of like urban fishing in downtown Dallas. Um, you know, just finding any sort of water I can, um, catching little bass, bluegill, um, you know, I had some, I was fortunate enough to have some friends in high school who, uh, who had some water, um, some private water, um, where I did a little bass fishing there too. Um, and I guess that's really, and that really all kind of started in high school and, um, before high school, I wasn't really interested or wanting to have anything to do with, uh, hunting or fishing or the outdoors really. Um, you know, I would, we, I grew up coming down here to Port Aransas where we are right now. Um, and my dad is really, my dad and his brother are both really into offshore fishing. Um, they have this old Mako. It's a little 26 foot made in the, made in the eighties. <laughs> so things <laughs> probably, awesome. things older than me, uh, might be older than you. I don't know. Um, probably pretty close. It's definitely Sorry. I didn't, me. I didn't mean to take a jab <laughs> at your age. Um, I'm just trying to, I'm, I'm mainly trying to describe the boat's age, but anyways, uh, so yeah, we would come down here a lot in the summers, like before I started playing baseball, um, or summer baseball, we would spend, I mean, months down here, um, just because we could. And, uh, my dad would, would, uh, invite me and my brother, uh, out fishing. Uh, my mom doesn't really do it as much. She, she kind of gets seasick. And, uh, I soon found out that I also get seasick (laughs) and which Pete has seen that firsthand. And if you want to see it firsthand, check out the South Carolina Wahoo shootout. Zach takes a nice nap. Yeah, I take like a eight-hour nap, which I don't know. I mean, I definitely wasn't asleep the whole time. I was just like trying to force myself to sleep, <laughs> and I was like just thinking like Jesus, if there's like a hell, like I I'm in it. I'm in it right now. That was honestly though the worst weather that I've ever been offshore fishing in. Yeah, I can I can definitely say the same. Yeah. That was definitely, uh, I think we, we called it at a good time on that day. I mean, we were in a 45 foot Grady white and just taking a beating. Yeah. But yeah. But I mean, it wasn't even in the forecast. Like it was kind of like, no, the, no, it wasn't supposed to be that bad. Yeah. If, I mean, if it was my dad (laughs) driving the boat out there, he would have turned that thing around so fast. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so he would invite me fishing. I would go, I would get sick and, and. Luckily, my dad was nice enough to where he would he would turn around and drop me off home, and they'd head back out. Um, I know, you know, some some people probably can't say yeah, the same. My dad's not going to drop you off. Yeah, and I wasn't about to ask him to. Hey, could you? Uh, <laughs> I know we're like thirty miles, at least thirty miles off, but could could, uh, could you take me back real quick? <laughs> no, I think I gave you a heads up that that's how that was going to go. Is yeah, uh, if you're going to get sick, you're going to have to deal with it. Yeah, and I mean, I have dealt with it before, and and. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I made it, you know. Yeah. It doesn't kill you. It makes you stronger. <laughs> Do you feel I, stronger? Uh, I mean, I feel like I don't want to go offshore fishing again for a while. <laughs> <laughs> or at least unless it's like two feet seas or less. That's all right. You're not the first first friend of mine that uh, that's turned off offshore fishing from yeah. rough, rough weather. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I didn't really, uh, I wasn't really falling in love with the whole offshore thing. Um but I, I, I did enjoy like the fishing aspect. Um, like I'd been on a few inshore trips before down here. Um, and I kind of wanted to explore that more. So, um, what I did is, uh, 
one year for my birthday, I asked for a kayak and I got a kayak and, uh, I would, t- uh, you know, just load it up in my truck, head down here and find a few, uh, I mean, there's several like kayak launch spots around oh, yeah. here. Yep. Um, and that's really kind of how I first was introduced to, uh, I don't know, the flats, I guess, you know, yeah. shallow water fishing. Um, I didn't know what the heck I was doing. <laughs> I guess, uh, you know, I went on, I mean, I didn't really use the fly rod at all either. I was just using like spinning rods, you know, top water, top waters, you know, subsurface yeah. stuff, soft plastics. Um, and I guess I learned a lot from one of my dad's friends, Ben, who you've met. Yep. Um, he actually grew up down here, went to high school here for a year and then moved to Austin, but spent his whole life um, exploring and learning this fishery Um, and he he uses both fly and spin but he's he was probably one of the first people who kind of I guess mentored me and kind of taught me a little bit about uh, you know how to approach this place and and how to attack it from a from a kayak because he does a lot of kayak fishing too Mm -hmm. so um, we'd go out and I'd just watch him just like stroke fish left and right and I'm over here just like (laughs) in awe like dang i want to be like this guy (laughs) um and he i guess i first uh all right i guess i was first introduced to a fly rod watching him because he would i mean he would normally start the morning you know before you could see just you know bombing top waters and walking it back and just kind of searching for where the fish would be and then he'd yank out the fly rod once he kind of got a feel for it and then start picking them off left and right um and so I saw that and I was like, dang, I want to, I want to try that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, one year I got me a little Cabela's, uh, fly rod set up. I think it was like a six weight or something like that. Yeah. Um, and I started to use it in Dallas a little bit. Um, you know, my first fish is just that quintessential, like, you know, bluegill. It's about that big. Oh yeah. You know? Oh yeah. Uh, barely fits or, you know, smaller than the palm of your hand. Um, and I don't know, I mean, that definitely wasn't the moment where I was like, oh, man, I love fly fishing. <laughs> you know, I, was, I honestly kind of looked into it. I just, like, laid a cat, like, threw a cast out there that was, like, maybe 10 feet, and but, like, the line was all, like, you know, Everywhere, straight. yeah. And I was just trying to get the line tight, and the uh, fly was just sitting on the top, and bluegill just came, boop, ate yeah. it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I started, uh, I don't know, I guess my first experience saltwater fly fishing would be when my uncle got me, uh, he booked me a charter with, uh, Captain Ken Jones down here, um, as a, as a birthday gift. And, um, yeah, I went out with him and, uh, I mean, I still didn't know. I mean, I didn't know what the heck I was doing. I didn't know really what a redfish looked like in the water. What, I mean, anything looked like I was freaking out, like, getting excited seeing little mullet swimming thinking like those are redfish um but i mean ken he was a great coach he uh i mean we managed to catch fish that day you know considering that i've never saw water fly fish down here before i don't even remember if it was windy or not i don't know how i was able to get a cast out there (laughs) but he pulled out some he i mean he broke out his magic and uh i was able to catch one and and i think that's when i was really i don't know for lack of better words, that's when I was really hooked. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. But, uh, 
so yeah. And then since then I've just kind of been, you know, I've, I've fished with him a little, you know, I've done trips, like a few other trips with him since then, but, um, I don't know. I've just been inspired to kind of go out and do it on my own. And, uh, you know, fortunately I've been able to spend a you know, decent amount of time down here figuring it out, um, yeah, kind of on my own. And, and, uh, you know, also I've had other people help me too. Um, you know, like Ben included, you know, he was excited when, when he found out that I started fly fishing. And so he was, uh, helping me out and, and, you know, Ken, uh, no, he was he was a great coach as well, and he would he would take me out sometimes too on days that he didn't work, um, which was very nice of him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess that was my that was my early. I mean, that was all happening in high school and and early college years. Um, I'm a junior right now, so really not I mean, really not that long ago. Like I I <laughs> I'd say I've only been fly fishing for like three ish years. Yeah. You know. Um, so I'm still, I still got a lot to learn and, and I'm really excited about, uh, you know, the journey that I have ahead and, you know, so we'll see, I don't know if everybody says fly fishing can take you to amazing places. And, you know, I see it on YouTube and Instagram and I'm like, dang, I want to go there. And, um, I wouldn't, you know, want to go there if I wasn't fishing, you know? No, it's definitely, um, I think fly fishing and fishing in general, really, you know, a lot of it's just about and then having a good adventure and yeah. going someplace new, which I think we've done a lot of just even locally, we've done a lot of like, you know, Hey, we could go over here and catch fish or we could go, you know, someplace we've never been before. And we, we might catch fish, but we'll at least get to see some, some cool new water. And I mean, I, I know like looking at my Onyx, like we've got tracks everywhere, just about just trying, you know, exploring. And I, I think we found doing that, you know, we've definitely got, a, there's a couple of places that, um, I don't really like putting on film cause they're super kind of secluded. You're not going to find them unless you're, you know, polling for four hours that yeah. day. And then it's like, all right, well now we got to get out of here. <laughs> so we got, yeah. and I know we've, we've definitely had a couple of days where we've run to one spot and not put the motor back in until it's time to go home. Just exploring. And then, yeah, love those days. Yeah. Uh, and lately we've started, um, trying to, you know, kind of adventuring, further and further away from the house which you know we'll get into um that's part part of the whole wandering aspect yeah exactly no that was that was part of uh part of the the reason i put wandering in the name is that exploration aspect i mean we did a big we did a big you know we've done a couple big trips out of texas we've gone to louisiana we've gone to florida gone to south carolina we saw fish in most of those places yeah yeah, we saw, we saw some red, we saw some redfish in South Carolina. We caught yeah we caught we caught a little bit in South Carolina. We caught some in Florida. We saw some massive tarpon that we just all stood around and went. I I don't know what what to do now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There may or may not have been some yelling involved. It got yeah it got <laughs> intense there for a minute. We had storms around us. Oh my freaking, but we don't want to leave. Yeah. No, there's like hundred pound tarpon rolling next to the boat and just no idea. Like, all right, uh, we threw everything we could think of at them and we'll get there. Yeah. We just got to go live down there for a month and a half. But yeah, I mean, you talk about, you know, the environment that we find ourselves in fly fishing. Like that's really one of the main things that's taught me is how to appreciate and respect the environment around oh, me, yeah. you know, because 
healthy environment means better fishing. So and yeah. who doesn't want that, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, but I mean, I've definitely seen the other side, people not seeing it that way, and, and uh, just kind of you know, either yep. just a lack of like. I mean, I, I hope it's not a lack of you know empathy for the environment. I hope yeah. it's more of just a they don't know unawareness. Know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, which I think there's both uh, scenarios there, but um, but yeah. Anyways, and then you talk about the seeing all the tracks on Onyx. Yeah. Um, I mean, I love looking at that and man, being like, man, I remember that. Yeah. I remember that stretch. Like, yeah. that was awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, I also like look, I mean, there's also, there's a bunch of places we haven't, but there's still tons of places we haven't been. Yeah, right? I know, like, last summer, towards the end of the summer, I got into an area and just realized that I found a giant area that I could get into that I just hadn't made it that far yet. And still, I probably won't even be able to get get back in there you know, for another few months till the, till the weather turns, but it's definitely, yeah, we keep finding newer and newer places. And I don't know, that's one of the things I've really grown to love about fly fishing and being on that skiff is just the places I can get into and wh- where we can go yeah. and then who we meet. Yeah. Oh, that's, oh, that's awesome. And what I, what I really love about the, the whole community. Yeah. Yeah. Which speaking of community, um, it's kind of, you know, kind of ties into how, how we linked up. I don't know if you remember. I think we just ran into, no, we yeah, almost well, I, ran I saw into you, each other. I mean, I saw ramp. you at the, I mean, I've seen you at the, I saw you at the boat ramp several times before. Yeah. Um, and I was down here with one of my high school buddies um, during the, the COVID summer. The COVID um, summer. He was working down here. Uh, you know, we were, we, we were living in a, in an RV um, down here in Port A and, uh, we were, you know, we were playing music. Uh, he likes to play the guitar as well. Yeah. Um, we share that, that hobby. Um, yeah, we actually, I mean, we played a few gigs. Uh, didn't, make, didn't make a whole lot of money from it, but it was still a fun experience. Um, something I can definitely mention in some job interviews. You got know? an album coming out? Uh, maybe. I don't know. He just nice. got this new, he just got this new, uh, what was it? Telecaster. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, yeah. All white, icy white. Um, <laughs> So I don't know. Uh, and he, and he also writes, he also took this, uh, country song or not country, but just this songwriting class. Yeah. So he, he wrote a few songs and some of them, were, some of them were pretty good. Yeah. But, so, uh, I don't know, maybe an album. We'll see. But no, that, uh, we would, I think either you hit me up or I hit you up on Instagram and we were like, Hey, you want to fish together? Mm-hmm. And then, uh, I think that first day we went out on the Ancona. I can't even remember how we did. Uh, we didn't film. I just remember going out there being like, don't look like an idiot. <laughs> you know? Oh, that was, I remember. Yeah. I, Cause I, I was, you know, I didn't want to like, that was really my first time fishing with someone that I like, didn't really know. Yeah. You know, some dude just, I met on some rando I met on social media. Uh, it's just become how we meet. Everyone. Well, I mean, I saw your Instagram and I was like, shit, he's got 10 K followers. Yeah. Like, oh, geez. <laughs> this guy's, uh, this guy's got some clout. <laughs> Let's try and fish with him. <laughs> and then I later discovered you had a YouTube channel too. Which, um, yeah. I guess you didn't bring the camera that first day, right? We didn't film. Yeah. Camera. I, the camera just goes with me. Yeah. Yeah. But you didn't Except for this morning. Episode. I made it halfway here without the camera. <laughs> yeah. It's all right. And I enjoyed the uh, extra little nap, little snooze sesh. 
No, and then and then yeah, the next day uh, we went back out. We took the I think I don't know if it's the next day, but we went back out. We took the Sabine, and uh, we actually even didn't really even fish off the Sabine. And if you want to check out, that was that was episode. I can't remember the number of the episode, but that was the first fish on the fly. Definitely single, definitely single digit episode. Not a or yeah, one of the early super ones. super early <laughs> ones. That was uh, we did. We got into this really cool area, parked the boat because it got too skinny for the boat, and then we were in like ankle deep water, just chasing redfish backs out everywhere. Yeah, yeah, backs out. Uh, still one of my like favorite days out there. Yeah, I that I mean that that might have been. I mean, I, I did not have a whole lot of experience wade fishing. Yeah, and you know, I was like, I don't know. I mean, I was kind of tripping, like trying not to step on crabs and stuff. <laughs> we I mean, we were seeing a lot of crabs out there, and I was like, I really don't want to step on one of these. Uh, but then just getting that close to to the redfish, I was like, geez, like this is. This is pretty sweet. Yeah. Like, and effective too. Um, Super effective. But yeah, yeah, I mean, wade fishing, it can be like that. And it's, it's fun. Yeah. Probably, it's my, it's definitely my favorite way to, to chase them. Yeah. Um, just when the water's not freezing cold and you don't have waders. <laughs> it's still not too, too bad, but no, I, I mean, I preach constantly. Like if you're having issues, if you're seeing fish and they're spooking really hard, then park the boat and get out and start walking. Cause they they feel that I mean I'm, they feel the boat pressure, and you can tell it puts them on edge. And for whatever reason, getting out they get a little more friendly. Yeah, not super friendly, but a little more friendly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and just the fact that you can just switch angles just in an instant. Yeah, you know, if yeah. the wind's not right, all you have to do is just turn your body. Yeah, you know, make that cast a lot easier. Uh, so yeah, I definitely. I mean, if you're, I mean, I know. I mean, I know I did a lot kayaking um, early on, which, um, you know, it's obviously displaces less water than a skiff, but um, I, know, I still didn't even really know how to sight fish back then either. I was just kind of blind casting, but um, yeah, I mean, if you're doing that, don't be afraid to get out and walk a little bit too. Just throw your kayak in the in the mangroves and, yeah, and just walk exactly. a little bit. All right, so as usual, I'm recording and my my camera dies after 20 minutes. Um, but Zach and I are sitting here, we're talking a little bit about some of the early days with Skiff Wanderer, that first COVID summer where we, I don't know, we spent like four days a week on the water, basically. Yeah. I mean, we were hitting it hard from like middle of July all yeah. the way till, uh, till I had to go back to work. Pretty much. Yeah. Cause I wasn't going back to school. <laughs> <laughs> no. And then, uh, and then I don't know, I learned a ton that summer about everything fishing wise well yeah just being able to be on the water that consistently yeah you'll, you'll pick things up really quick um, yeah especially on weekdays too when there's not a hundred people out there yeah no, that was the definitely. part i enjoyed the most being <laughs> yeah. like man i've never done this like i've only been able to fish in the summer when it's you know prime like peak busyness like yeah. peak busy down here um or just on weekends too so i mean that was that was super fun being able to do that yeah yeah i didn't realize how much i enjoyed it till uh i mean i knew i enjoyed it but then you know we went out this last weekend and there was boats everywhere and it's duck season so there were duck hunters if we weren't if we weren't sitting next to a a flats boat we were sitting next to an airboat yeah and just we found a couple spots where we got we kind of had to run a little ways away from the boat ramp but we started finding some some more secluded spots 
But then, uh, let's see, we spent that first summer, and then I came back from work, and... When was that? 2020. No, like, when did you get back from work? I can't remember. Was it? All I know is I got back from work, and then I was like, hey, do you want to go to Louisiana next week? Yeah, well, we talked about it before. We'd been talking about it, yeah. but we didn't know if it was going to happen. Yeah. Oh, you were definitely, you, okay, you were, yeah, you were working through, like, the fall here. Yeah. And that was when I spent a lot of time fishing with Dylan down Yeah, here. that's right. Um, yeah, I think we did, I think I fished with Dylan before Louisiana, which, um, Dylan, hurry up and get down here so we can go freeze to death. Yeah. Um, was that that trip, was it me and him on the, on the Maverick? Yeah, that on our the first? Maverick. And yeah. then, uh, God, what, what episode was that? I can't, oh, that's when we were we were, went to go find Jax, and we couldn't yeah. find any, and then it got slick calm, and yeah. we found tailing reds. And those tails on super flats. We were not there. <laughs> I think everybody knows about super flats. <laughs> if you want, you can just bleep it out. It's not, a, it's not a real place. You can pull a mail house and just bleep it out. That's what I'm going to start doing. Yeah. Don't be giving away all our spots. Yeah, that's that's spot number one. That's that's the that's the juice right there. Oh my god, you're making it worse. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then yeah, I f- it's still like I felt like you know we had talked about Louisiana, and then we finally looked at everything like oh, let's go. And we basically packed up the truck, ran over there, and that was some amazing fishing. Some yeah. pretty high highs and some pretty low lows. Yeah, definitely some adversity involved. Yeah, uh, I mean, pretty much the whole right off the bat with the with the weather just being complete shit. One day I think we might have a few days where we have just like really good weather constantly. Yeah, I don't know. It's just know hard. Uh, it's just hard to plan trips around weather. Cause yeah, they, they, I mean, it can change. The forecast can change like the day before. You just gotta. Um, I mean, we honestly kind of lucked out on this recent trip. Those last, really like the last day and a half. Yeah. Um, well, even we once the weather turned that towards the end, it wasn't too bad. Yeah. Like Friday, still- I was like, "Geez, if it's like this the whole time, this is not going to be. <laughs> this is not going to be fun." Um. No, and then, see, so we did Louisiana, and then I came back that next spring, and we did a big road trip, which, um, I still haven't edited. I edited a little bit. That was where you got seasick. We went to South Carolina. We went to Florida. Um, we did some offshore fishing, we did some inshore fishing and I just, oh my goodness, I went back to work after that and was working 16 hour days and still haven't edited it. (laughs) One day you guys might see some of that come out. The Florida stuff? The Florida stuff. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. that was, that was a fun trip. That was, so we, um, we got a bunch of intel. We went down to the Everglades, and we got a bunch of intel. We were talking to some friends from down there, and then we stopped at, um, what was that fly? 295? Two, 239. 239. See, I knew it was three numbers. We <laughs> stopped at 239 Flies, and we were asking them, and they gave us some really good intel for where we were going. Um, and then the other thing they told us, though, was as we were driving in, it started raining, and they looked at us and said, now everything we're telling you is before the rain hits. So since the rain hit, we really don't know what it's going to be like down there. And you're kind of on your own. And that's what we saw it was basically, we tried everything that, that we had heard Intel wise and 
it was not like that at all. Yeah, I mean, even in South Carolina, we we weren't uh, we were not blessed by Mother Nature no, on that no, trip. That's true. Yeah, I mean, on any of the trips, Louisiana, Hilton Head, and Florida, South Florida. Yeah, we we left Texas to get away from the wind and the cold, and we got hit with like cold front in Florida, yeah. cold front South Carolina. Yeah. Well, I mean, spring here is just like you never know. Like you'll. Yeah. I mean, you could have hurricane hurricane type winds for for days, and then and, and just random thunderstorms. And and last spring, last spring too, like the fish were. Su- I mean, last spring was we had the big freeze last year or the beginning. Yeah, last year I guess now. Yeah, we had the big freeze, and then it was just cold front after cold front after cold front. So like the fish were super sketch about coming back up on the flats because, I mean. It's a dog barking. No, nah, no, I was just trying. I was oh. seeing. I was Dylan walking out front or something. Oh, no! It just seemed like every. Uh, I don't know. Every like. Every other day there was a cold front, so the fish weren't happy at all. That spring, I mean, we we saw a bunch of fish, but they were super spooked. I got some things this spring. I got some ideas. Some things we're gonna try. I think one of the things I want to try is um, we've been messing around with some clear tip fly lines. A little bit so i'm curious to see how those will work and then trying to throw maybe some longer leaders instead of nine foot maybe bump up to a 12 foot leader yeah and some lighter flies yep and just see how that if that if that'll help just kind of with those spooky fish if that'll help us get a get a few more eats yeah well i mean hopefully this year they don't have to endure another <laughs> that's true life-threatening God. freeze i don't know um yeah, that was that was crazy. Yeah, I mean, I luckily I wasn't down here for that, but I mean, you had power, right? Yeah, we we had power, um, but I was at work when that happened, and my wife told me that most of the houses, if not all the houses, except for ours, lost power on our street. Um, we're our house is one hundred percent solar, so hmm. even even after the freeze, the sun was shining and we were good to go. Um, so yeah, no. And then I, I know I missed, I saw the pictures, but then like when I first got home, I just ran out like the first day just to see in like the number of sea turtles, like down in the Laguna that were just washed up on shore. I didn't even realize like some of those places, like there were sea turtles down in there, but they were just, the beaches were littered with sea turtle carcasses. That would make me, I mean, I, yeah, I got depressed looking at it. Yeah. I was like, thank goodness I'm not down there. Yeah. seeing that so yeah. hopefully yeah hopefully this winter the the fish catch a break and every we can start seeing some some rebounding in the area for the sea trout um it didn't seem like the redfish though were affected as badly nah they're they're tough yeah they're resilient i think too they're a little more geared towards as the weather changes going to find deeper water where trout tend to hang out in their happy spot whether they're freezing to death or not. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Someone does. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, know, I was talking to, uh, I think the last time they had a freeze down here like that was in the 80s. Yeah, and, yeah I uh, heard that. I don't remember how. I think I was asking Ben, like, you know, how long it kind of took before the environment began to, uh, I don't know, recover. Yeah. And the, you know, before the mangroves came back. And um, I guess a lot of the seagrass too, um, and the fish population. And he was saying, 
Yeah, okay. And he was saying, like, it would take probably, you know, three to five years minimum. So, yeah. Which, you know, that's doesn't seem like a lot, but, you know, it, it is. And oh, it yeah. doesn't seem like a lot in the long term, but, I mean, you can, you can definitely, uh, I don't know, it feels like a long time for me. It feels forever. No, I mean, this summer definitely started seeing some mangroves popping back up through uh, in the marsh, but it was weird. It was just bizarre, like summer weather, and you look out across the marsh, and it looks like fall or winter. Yeah. Like just all brown. Just all brown. But there's spots of green coming back. I think, yeah, you know, three to five years, hopefully. We as a community will all leave the fish alone and let them bounce back to where, to the numbers we, we want to see again, which I think we will, hopefully. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Mother Nature will do what she does, you know. Yeah. All right, so Zach and I got back last night from spending three days down in Arroyo City, and uh, we did a little camping and a little fishing. I had... Uh, Last spring, my wife and I did a camping trip down to South Padre and just decided on the way back to throw the boat in in Arroyo City just to check it out and was super impressed and became an area that I wanted to kind of look around at and spend a little more time. So, you know, Zach, Zach's in town for winter break from college and we wanted to go somewhere and looking at the weather, it looked like one of our best bets. So we... uh Loaded up the skiff, loaded up some camping gear, and uh, hit the road, and uh, spent three days, and uh, yeah, so day one, we pull up, it's freezing cold, cold front came through the night before, it's 50 degrees, we get checked in, and I get back in the truck from getting the paperwork, remember this, and some guy walks up to the truck or drives up to the truck and he's like, yo man, is that a Sabine? <laughs> Which I get pretty regularly. And, uh, or Sabine, if you're, uh, Sabine, if you're yeah. in Port Fouchon, Louisiana, Sabine. <laughs> That's right. That happened in Port Fouchon. Uh, and, uh, he told us, you know, he's like, Hey, go check out the spoil islands. And we're like, yeah, okay. Okay, man. Um, which turns out he was onto something there. So we, we, uh, get camp set up and hit the water and it was so cold. I couldn't feel my hands and I learned that, uh, being able to feel your, your fingers is really important when you're trying to cast a fly rod. Um, definitely saw some fish that I couldn't even couldn't even hold the rod to cast at it so we ended up taking turns pulling to warm up so we would stand on the bow basically until we got so cold and then we would switch out just to warm up on the on the platform but we 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 pulled up and uh immediately had some duck hunters shoot in front of us and get on our line and start duck hunting. So we had to kind of call an audible from that. Um, I don't know. I thought, you know, we didn't catch anything that first day, but we saw some fish. Yeah. I mean, we were, we found, we, I mean, we found some shallow water that was yeah. 
clear. I mean, it was super cloudy and windy, so we couldn't see much. But um, I mean, we saw a few, and then what from there? I mean, we we didn't we pretty much pulled the whole time. We didn't like jump up and move much, did we? No, no, we just we just stayed in one little area yeah. the whole time. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I guess we started seeing them on like the backside of one of those islands. Yeah, kind uh, of in the lee away from the wind. Yeah. But when we were so cold at that point, we, I was kind of losing focus and <laughs> was trying to stay warm. Just wanted to get warm. Was hungry, wanted to eat a tortilla and turkey sandwich. <laughs> I don't even know if you call that a sandwich, really. Would that be a wrap? A wrap. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Um, Some delicious wraps on this trip. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess I could have caught, we could have caught that one fish that if I didn't just get way too amped and jerk that fly away from it oh yeah because <laughs> it was i mean it was tailing what'd then, you do uh, well, i mean it was tailing then it took me a few casts to put it on and put it on him and then i put it on his nose and then uh i don't know fish kind of made a move like it was going to eat it and i just like was kind of just it out of his choked mouth. <laughs> i ch- in short i choked is uh, that did you pull that out of his mouth too uh i know you had a couple I mean, I don't know if it ever got in his mouth, but oh, yeah. I mean, I definitely, uh, definitely didn't do what what I was supposed to. I've definitely done that, like especially like this. So this is my first time back on the water in three months. Yeah, and I mean, come on, who can? I mean, who can blame us? Oh, right? We haven't been, so we haven't been fishing in months. Like, <laughs> get so excited. <laughs> I've been I've been up in Philadelphia where it's you know super cold and and. You know, I, I haven't touched a fly rod in a while, and and next thing I know, I find myself in South Texas <laughs> with the redfish forty feet from the boat that's tailing, and I'm like, it's getting way too excited. Yeah, no, and that's so. Uh, yeah, definitely had to take a few deep breaths, and then uh, so we got off the water into day one. Had it so we found out the campground we're at uh, no ground fires, which that was understandable, but they also didn't have any barbecue pits. So we ended up having to drive into town to get a Coleman grill because we had planned on just cooking over a barbecue pit. And uh, luckily that gave us an opportunity to warm back up. I think we had the seat warmers on in the truck and the heat cranking just trying to get warm. Yeah. Um, I kept waiting for you, though, to be like, hey, we're just going to eat Whataburger tonight. I was kind of surprised that we didn't have that conversation at all uh i mean i kind of knew how it would have ended up (laughs) Um, i knew you were pretty set on getting that grill and eating those dogs we were gonna need it we weren't gonna go get whataburger two days in a row wait when we would have needed it for the second day anyways yeah 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 if we didn't get the grill we would have just had yeah some hot dogs and sausages and and hamburger patties just stewing yeah um you want to talk about day two? Yeah. Um, so day two, we get up, I mean, I guess relatively early. We didn't, I mean, we didn't get out there soup, like at the crack of dawn just because no. of all the duck hunters. Yeah. Um, but it was still, uh, I mean, it was still pretty cold. Mm-hmm. Um, foggy. A little, fo- oh yeah, very foggy. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, but it was pretty calm, not much wind. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I guess we head out, um, Kind of after the sun came up, and uh, we had our sights set on this on this island where I'd fished before. Last time I was in Port Mansfield, 
that was last October, not this past October, but the one before. Yeah. Um, so I guess October, 2020. Um, and yeah, I went, we had plans to go to this Island where I'd weighed fish before and, and saw and found a bunch, caught a bunch. Uh, and yeah, we just, we're not seeing any fish at all, really. Uh, well, first of all, the, the flat that I waited was bone dry, which I was kind of afraid of since it was winter and obviously there's low tides here yeah. in the winter. Um, so we just kind of pulled around the outside of the island. Didn't see much on the, what was that, north side? Yeah. Which, um... Kind of, it was the same thing as the, the, we basically, like, until we got into the lee of the island. Yeah. Well, there was a very light wind coming out of, like, the west, northwest-ish. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, our best visibility was on that side, I guess, first mm-hmm. thing, and first thing when we got out there. And then uh, we got to the backside where it was pretty much slick calm yeah. at that point and uh, started seeing a few tails pop up and uh, I guess you managed to I was pulling at that point and you managed it was you that's right no that's right yeah. thinking of the I other was thinking of the, the other yeah, island after <laughs> um, yeah so I, yeah I was still on the bow I guess the fish I caught wasn't really tailing but um, we saw a few after I caught that one but anyways we were pulling still hadn't seen anything and we decided that we're going to take a take a little uh, Miller Lite break. <laughs> <laughs> like, as soon as we did that. Yeah. As soon as the beers were cracked open, um, you know, I catch one kind of at my 2.30, you know, yeah. 3 o'clock, you know, almost behind us. Um, but as I, I was able to, to make a back cast and, uh, I don't know, fish kind of just crushed it, honestly. Yeah. Um, super healthy fish. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, it was... It's obviously great to get the get the skunk out of the boat. <laughs> yeah. Um and yeah, I mean that was our first fish we caught down there after seeing seeing a few that was kind of frustrating us. Oh um, my goodness, yeah. But yeah, that was relieving. Um, you know, getting a getting a nice fish in the boat, you know, as you were saying, it was it was pretty healthy. Yeah. Um, I mean all the fish down there were just great I guess that's just because of the uh I guess that's just the effects of pressure, man. <laughs> I mean Yeah. Like down there, probably didn't get hammered nearly as much as here in the, the middle coast or the yeah, yeah. I mean, everywhere does at the weekend at this yeah. point, pretty much. But no, I know what you mean. Like, there's definitely like limited water access in that area, you know. So a lot of those fish don't get as much pressure because it's a lot harder. It's a lot. There's not as many options for getting on the water, and then there's not as many you know major population centers. Mm-hmm. But, but um, yeah, so I catch that one. Uh, and then Pete hops up on the bow and that's when we started seeing tailors, um, which they weren't, I mean, I was, I was licking my lips and being like, man, all right, we're in them now. Like we're about to catch like three or four of these. Uh, but I mean, Pete was putting casts on them. He was hitting them right in the middle. Everything. He was hitting them, you know, just on the outside of them, hitting, you know, beyond them and stripping it back into stripping the fly back towards them. And, uh, I don't know. I don't know if it was the type of fly we had on, uh, but they they just didn't want any any business to do no, with it. <laughs> they did not. So yeah, that was a little bit frustrating, also. Um, but I don't know. After we did that drift and stopped seeing those fish, because uh, at that point, I guess the sun was high. It was kind of getting. It was kind of a glare showing up. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, that's when we moved. We yeah. Listened, we listened to our parking lot buddy. Yep. We yep. went to check out the We island. headed back towards the the main, I guess that's the ICW, right? Yep. Headed back towards the ICW um, and took a little lunch break. Uh, well, we pulled up to the Spoil Islands, took a little lunch break. And then uh, not even like, what, five, ten minutes in to the... Just t- tails everywhere. Yeah. Like, not even ten minutes Super in fish. when I'm pulling. Um, yeah, we start seeing tails pop up just like left and right. Um, Pete catches one, finally, which is, uh, yeah, which was nice. It was and nice. Then, uh, yeah, I guess we saw more of those tails and... and get a little cocky and beats like all right let's get the drone out you know let's get the drone eat um, and then we so we mess around with that and uh we just can't manage to catch <laughs> another one no um uh, yeah I don't no know. we we yeah we had a reposition to get the sun at our back yeah after that and then just the well and then while we were making that push the wind shifted out of the east and just threw a bunch of dirty water up on the flat we were at yeah and we we stopped seeing it. they were they were kind of rising but we just couldn't make it happen yeah i i mean there was definitely some user error involved um <laughs> i definitely messed up a few more hook sets which it's gonna haunt me but oh well uh which yeah so just a quick pro tip i guess it's a pro tip uh strip sets everybody like it's weird because you know Whenever you see anybody talking about a strip set, they're always like yanking, yanking, yanking really hard. And the reality is like when you're going to strip set, you're pretty much just, you know, there are situations when that's, that's the case. But, um, you know, most of the time that fish has that, that fly in his mouth and it's more of just adding gentle pressure and then just holding that line. So, so that you're, you've got good pressure on that line and then basically pulling it you know not fast you don't pull it too fast because you can you know as we saw you can pull it out of their mouth um but you just want to basically slowly constant pressure on that line and then normally like a lot of times what i'll do is i'll give that constant pressure and then just try to hold it and then i'll do a couple like jerks on it just to make sure it's really good and in there um that's at least with redfish I, I can't really speak too much to you know some other fish species but i mean i also like i've had redfish swimming at me where i'm sitting there stripping it as hard as i can trying to get a hook set because you know you don't want them to spit it out yeah but i mean more often than not you know that's not always the case you know more often than not they're you know you don't really need to do that yeah when they're they're yeah. sometimes i mean most of the time they're not charging at you no no most of the time they 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 feel that hook in their mouth and they take off 100 miles away from the boat yeah if you're just holding the line you're gonna you're gonna put the the hook will set yeah but yeah that was i don't know that was definitely my first time kind of dealing with hook set issues so it was a little bit frustrating um i don't i mean i guess it just kind of that just kind of crept in there from taking time off but yo definitely i mean that's uh this past summer i was I think you can ask Dylan. Dylan watched me pull one out of a fish's mouth. Like literally, as soon as he opened the mouth, I like strip set. And he didn't even have time to eat the fly. I just mm-hmm. got so excited. Mm-hmm. Which oh well happens. I mean, yeah, you can't get upset. No. Um, but yeah, so we have we have some success at the Spoil Islands, and then uh, 
from there, I guess we wanted to go find some clear water. Yep. And, uh, found it. I don't know what made us go. I mean, why, why did we go there? It, no, it was idea. just, yeah, we just kind of ran and saw these just little, you know, yeah. Nesting or nesting islands or whatever. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, we were like, oh, let's, let's fish around here. And I mean, also the main thing was cause we saw clear water. Yeah. Um, but what we didn't know is that there was like this, like we were pulling along, saw a few fish here and there, and then we come up on this like deeper channel yeah. that we didn't know yeah. about. Um, and then looking back on the map, you can kind of see it a little bit. Uh, I mean, it's like a, it's, you know, there's a, there was, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to say like, let me get the, the death wrong, but it, it wasn't like, it was really subtle. Yeah. I mean, it, it was something, was it was something that like, where it was deeper than others, but for the most part, like it was pretty subtle yeah. difference. Yeah. But it was covered in redfish. Yeah. I mean, it was slick calm. It was like looking through, looking through like a fish tank, honestly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, there were fish in the channel. There were fish on the edge of the channel. There were fish Everywhere. on the shallow water, you know, out S- around the channel. Super spooky fish. Uh, but yeah, we just didn't, uh, we just couldn't connect there. We, uh, no, they were seeing us from, I mean, we were watching them run away from us, I don't know, 100 feet away. Yeah. Like, which I don't know if that was from the bay boat. Like, there was also a bay boat at, right. kind of at the east end of the channel, uh, you know, just kind of anchored, throwing bait out there. Those guys were crushing it. Yeah, they were. It made me feel really bad. Yeah, I was hoping. I was hoping we catch one before they did, but <coughs> they, caught, they like, caught several before we didn't yeah. catch any. So, yeah. Uh, Still, some of the it was a beautiful little spot. Yeah, I mean, shoot, I didn't really care. I mean, I was like, you know, we're seeing fish. Yeah. Like, this is this is better than not seeing fish. Yeah, right? definitely. And then uh, there towards the end, when when the sun was kind of setting, we saw a few tails too. But I mean, even those guys were spooky. Like either, like we'd see it off in the distance because I mean, when it's that calm, you can see tails Forever. as far as your eye can see. Um, so yeah, like like we'd see them and they'd just kind of go down and wouldn't see a tail again by the time we got in casting range or you know, it seemed just, like t- there was one. There was one that I saw. We saw him tail and then he quit tailing, and I'm looking where I saw him tail, looking where I saw him tail, and then I look down and he's like. 15 feet in front of the boat yeah and of course for whatever reason i i don't know it seems like redfish like to wait until you see them to really spook off yeah, all of it's them. almost like they can sense when but they're uh, like when you you're look, like, at, look them. at them and they're like oh uh-uh. they're like oh hey see ya yeah <laughs> so um still like that was god it's definitely one of those spots you know that that really makes you appreciate why, why we're doing what we're doing and, and being out there with a fly rod and yeah. taking it slow like that. Yeah. On, on I mean, obviously it would have been nice to catch them, but all of them, I mean, yeah, <laughs> but the reality is you're not going to, and, and yeah. you can't let that ruin your day. Honestly. No, and, and honestly, like, I mean, especially looking back at like the, the how we did, uh, last winter and last spring, like I definitely think that, compared to summer we gotta we gotta readjust our expectations a little bit when we're on the water you know the fish you got the cold fronts coming through that are kind of make the fish a little edgy um so i think just winter time springtime like just lower you know we're not gonna have our 10 fish summer days where they're all super happy and they come flying across the flat to eat a fly that you didn't even realize they were in the zone and you know i think 
this time of year, if, if we're putting a fish or two fish in the boat on a, on any day, like to me that that's a good day because we're definitely seeing numbers. And yeah, I think summertime we go back to some of these places and we'll, we'll crush it. Yeah. Yeah. And there's more, I mean, uh, the water level is higher, so there's more shallow water yeah. to, to explore. Yeah. But yeah, you can lower your expectations or you can, or you can duck on a little more. Which, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my goodness. We saw some ducks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there were definitely some days last year where I was like, we should have duck hunted today instead of fished. <laughs> um, but oh well. Um, you live and you learn. Yeah. And then uh, night two. I'm going into night two. You you probably don't. Well, so we get off the water and all of the parking spots for our tent site are taken. So there's no, there's no boat parking at the tent. So the first night what we ended up doing was dropping the boat off the back of the truck in a parking spot, which if you're ever looking at Sabine skiffs, they fit really nicely into a uh, car parking spot. Um, and then the second night there was nowhere to park the boat. So we ended up sitting in the boat parking lot, the boat ramp parking lot, cooking dinner on the tailgate of the truck. Yeah. And we, we talked to the camp count, camp counselor (laughs) whatever the guy was in charge and he told he gave us permission to kind of park somewhere that there that there was no parking sign um i mean yeah just pop it up on the curb you know yeah let's park on the side of the road (laughs) so we were parked all right man all right sounds good um and then uh yeah that night got interesting there there was a there was a party going on. You were asleep, but there was a party going on in the campground. Yeah, I mean, at I can o'clock at night. I can sleep through anything. Yeah, so that was, I was awake. That was definitely a you issue. <laughs> there but, was blasting music and talking. And I was like, oh my god! And then Zach started snoring. I don't believe that because I've never had anybody well, tell me I snore. <laughs> um, I, I have slept. I have, I guess, sleep talked and laughed. And also made frightened noises when I'm sleeping. <laughs> uh, that's allegedly what my roommate says. But um, yeah, I guess the most eventful thing for me that night was waking up at 3 a.m. to uh, to go piss and then seeing a coyote <laughs> next to the restroom. And I was just in such a day as I was just like, oh, hey, how you doing? Look at this dog. <laughs> yeah. Who left their dog out? Come here, boy. Come here, let me pet you. Oh my goodness. Uh, but yeah. No, so day three, uh, we woke up. I got out of the tent and uh, immediately like poked my head back in. I was like, Zach, get up. We got to go. Because there was no wind. There was no fog. It was just a gorgeous morning. So Blue we, skies. Yeah. yeah. No so clouds. We scrambled, got the boat in, and uh, went back to our, to our little channel of islands and found find, found some fish and not as many not as, as many before. no not as many but, but still, we had some really solid rejections yeah and there some of them were still spook i mean yeah kind of spooky they too they were still spooky uh which i don't know man i guess that was just the i guess they just maybe needed another day of yeah. solid weather to really settle down i swear i th- yeah i think i think that's what i mean i think this time of year you get those cold fronts and it just they get sketch. Yeah. Um, but no, we had two like of the most 
beautifully solid rejections that I've ever seen. I mean, Sniffing it. Just up there, nose right on it, you know, I think breaking out a magnifying glass to see if it was real and then they swam away really fast Yeah, out of our lives. I, I mean, that, that part surprised me the most because like you can't, I mean, you can't think those fish see many flies at all. No, no. I mean, we like, saw even one the flat like, boat. Yeah. I mean, one, like one everybody around boat. us is saying like, oh, you don't see many of those boats around here. Yeah, I mean, so like, I don't know. I was a little bit uh, surprised by that, but you know, I don't know. You got to play with cards you're dealt with. So, so, so we, yeah, we pulled that area. Um, we, we actually found a nice, a couple other little channels that, you know, you can't really see on the, on the, on the map, which I don't know if you want to learn an area, push, pull, pull around and you're going to learn it. But we, uh, kind of gave up on that spot and we went and hit some of the spot, one of the spots we tried the day before and we found fish there and same thing, just there was some thunderstorms rolling in and I, I think that kind of pressure on them they didn't want to eat anything either for whatever reason um but we were putting flies right in front of their face and changing flies and just couldn't get to eat couldn't get to eat so gave up on that area went to our third area which i was a little well, we, skeptical about well we went back to the we went back to the island yeah the back side of that island that we uh where where I caught where we caught our first fit where we caught our first fish of the trip, um, and it was just crap, you know, dirty water. We There's just, fish there. Yeah, but we were just, I mean, just we weren't gonna catch them. I mean, they were just like we couldn't see them. Well, there were a few that you did see, but just and I put the fly right in front of them. Yeah, I mean, it was dirty water. I mean, dirty it water was... and and not super shallow, so. And I mean, no, those just fish, not real conducive to a whole lot of success. No. Not very productive at all. I mean, that fit. I mean, I don't. It, I don't know if they just didn't also want to eat because, like, the fly was going in their eyeball, and they were just. They didn't even spook. They were just like, no. Yeah, I'm just good. swim. Those are the worst, man. When they yeah. just swim right by on, it and just <laughs> give you no reaction, just like, eh, I'll pass. That's all you got. But then we went to we went we moved again and we tried a new area, um, which I, I'll be honest, I was a little skeptical about going in there. Just because I was worried about getting out, I was where I had a feeling it was going to be muddy water, and just knew it was going to be a long pole. Well, I mean, and you were right about both of those. I mean, was it wasn't long, that. It wasn't that long. No, it was. It was, it, it it was a seemed a lot. Sh- it would have been a long pole if we didn't see anything. Yeah, it would have been. But luckily, we were seeing fish, fish everywhere. Yeah, super shallow, like, super dirty. Dude, it reminded me of Louisiana. Yeah, I mean, except the fish were about like half the size. <laughs> but you want to talk about? that experience with those fish yeah or what with louisiana no 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 no, no. no. that last yeah. spot um yeah so we're just pulling super shallow like basically where the boat back of the boat's just like barely dragging <laughs> like you can hear the shells beneath it um and i was like dang i gotta i gotta catch a fish give pete a break here um <laughs> uh, and yeah we we saw some and and uh what were we throwing first were we throwing did we go straight to that that rabbit tail fly or did we throw the but, uh, no yeah we we went straight to this fly that's yeah um you can kind of explain it since you bought it's it a, it's a deer hair hackle and then just a strip of rabbit fur for a tail and that's that's it and it, and it was black and it was black and it had like a probably i don't know three inch tail on it yeah it was not a small fly no 
and so what's nice about what I like about that fly and and one of the reasons I wanted to use it was uh it sits up top and we were in like Zach said we're in really shallow water so it sits up top and when you pull it it comes into the water but it also moves a lot of water so it makes you know it kind of makes a big like hey I'm here come find me um yeah I don't know I like I, I want to get a couple more of those yeah yeah you definitely should for situations like that I mean either like that or summertime when you're fishing like almost matted grass you know yeah which is the first time we ever used that fly yeah um but anyways yeah i mean the fish were definitely showing interest in it um yeah and uh i guess at first we thought they were rejections but um i guess after after a few of those um a few of those i guess misses or whatever uh Pete was like, maybe there's short strike and maybe we need to cut the tail a little yeah. bit. Um, well, first we changed, we changed color first, right? seeing if it was, they were rejections, but they were doing the same thing. And that's when you're no, like, we never, we cut it before. Remember? This no, we, like, I thought we put, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. we, we thought to change, or we, we decided we were going to change colors. Yeah. And then, and then Pete was like, we're going to cut the tail in half on this one yeah. too, which I mean, I was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not against that. I mean, <laughs> Because uh, they were beautiful. They would have been some of the, like eyes out of the water. Oh, yeah, literally, literally one of the gorgeous them. attacks. It might have been the fish that made us made us change, but it was, yeah. yeah, literally eyes out of the water just charging it. Yeah. Um, I was able to keep my composure with that one, <laughs> and, of course, he, he misses it or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, yeah, we cut the tail, and then uh, that seemed to do the trick, um, you know, first fish that that we get a cast in front that we get a fly in front of um just yeah crushed it which um i mean i i don't know i don't know a soul who who doesn't think topwater bites are are the best (laughs) i mean no that it's definitely the it'll definitely get your blood pumping yeah um so yeah that got us pretty amped up and uh yeah i guess we caught that one which my in hindsight might have been my personal best Texas fish. We didn't measure it. Um, yeah, we were too busy. <laughs> we were too excited. We were too busy, busy using it as a model, <laughs> since that we, that might have been the only fish we caught that day. And it was. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so we yeah we catch that one, let it go. Uh, then Pete hops up on the bow. <laughs> And, uh, we still, I mean, we still see a bunch, um, but I mean, it was tough. I mean, the wind started blowing a little bit. Um, clouds had already rolled in at that point. I mean, there was no, not really much sun. I, I was fortunate enough to get a little bit of sun at least, but, yeah. um, it had gone away by the time I caught that, I caught that one. And then that um, water cleaned up. I, you know what, looking back at that, as soon as that water got clean, we should have switched flies. Yeah. And it wasn't, I mean... Yeah, and it wasn't as shallow. Like we weren't dragging bottom, really. Right. Uh, mainly just because I didn't want to push the boat <laughs> along the bottom. But we didn't need to. There were fish in Everywhere. every scenario, and I missed um, a lot. Yeah, but you know it happens. Uh, like I mean, day two. I'm day two yeah. when we started seeing those tailors when the when the sun came out. I wish I wish I could tell people that I'm one of those guys that catches every fish I see. I am not. I catch a few. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, if you're not, uh, I mean, shoot, even, even Ken Jones misses fish, even though he (laughs) may not, even though he may not admit it. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, I mean, he he was telling, he texted me yesterday saying he did a wade and and just stroke 10, just 
in like a hundred yards in like a few hours. I'm not talking to him anymore. Yeah. No, we uh, yeah we saw a bunch, and then uh, the thunderstorm started rolling really good, and I don't know. I think we got off the water at the perfect time. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, we didn't. It wasn't like thundering that much, and we didn't see any lightning. Not until we started driving. Yeah, or else we would have gotten out of there earlier. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah, it was it was hard to leave that spot. Uh, but we we I mean, we could have probably messed around there a little bit more if we wanted to. I, I thought about running and doing it again. Yeah, but um, we had a we had a three hour drive to get home and yeah, and we had weather rolling in. Yeah, because I mean, as we were pulling the boat out, we started seeing lightning. Yeah, so we're like, yep, we did it. We made the right call. Unfortunate, fortunately, unfortunately. Yeah, but no, all in all, man, that was fun. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I mean. South Texas is great, man. I, yeah. I just wish I, I wish I wish we got some some authentic Mexican food on the way out. Yeah, you but, let us down on that one. Well, unfortunately, no, none of the places down there are on <laughs> are on Apple Maps or Google Maps. So and they were I was closed. just hoping. Yeah, it's probably why they weren't on the maps. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking like, oh, I mean, we're we're like two hours from Mexico. We're, we got to we'll, we have yeah. to drive by we somewhere, someplace. Um, no, we should have done it in Harlingen. Yeah. But our route took us around Harlingen, so what are you gonna do? No, and uh, we'll just have to make a better effort. No, but South Texas uh, definitely—I want to spend some more time down there. Yeah, and I mean it's not too bad to get down there. Try and maybe spend some more time this winter. Maybe Mansfield. Maybe. But yeah, no, that was a fun trip. Um, you guys check out the rough log. I think you'll enjoy it. There's definitely some funny stuff going on in there and uh, some some good filming. Um, and then, uh, yeah, check out Zach. Give him a follow on Instagram. Yep. Get Z- him up there. Zlandry10. He, he I don't know. Well. <laughs> I, I, yeah, my, I'm, I'm stepping up my Instagram game this year. Please. I mean, I kind of have to. It's embarrassing. Yeah. No, it's fine. I'm, yeah. <laughs> um, and then... Uh, Hit like, hit subscribe, give us a review on uh, the old Spotify or Apple. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Yeah, peace.